Buzz Buzz Babies, and welcome back to another episode of Blake's Buzz. This week, I've got a hot indie pair of creatives. I can't believe they agreed to do this, and I'm so stoked. Jacob Phillips and Chris Condon are in the house. Have you heard of that Texas blood? Of course you have. We're all reading it. We're all obsessed with it, and it's amazing. And we're here to talk about the return after a painful break. It's just been so long. Guys, how are you doing today? Thanks for coming on the show. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're <laughs> bringing that same energy as you obviously <laughs> <laughs> that's you know i i got i got enough for all of us we'll be we'll be okay i promise <laughs> um guys it's 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 a good time to be um indie creators right now and and you guys are, have been riding that wave uh for for quite some time moving into uh, issue 14 about to to drop in shops and and like i said in that in that you know just intoxicatingly wonderful intro it's it's we're hungry for it we're ready for it we're excited for it and uh it's it's good too like i i got to read it I, like i said chris sent it to me so like how's how's the how's it feel to be you guys right now like you are you excited to get back to the deadlines or have you been kind of enjoying the peace and quiet no. <laughs> i'll let jake handle the deadlines question i'm very much not looking forward to the deadlines i just i just worked out that i've got to do two months of work in a month because i've got to draw I need to draw issue 16 pretty fast, and then I have to start issue 17, finish that whilst also colouring the new Reckless book all in a month. So, so you got me now, but I don't have any time. It's good to be busy, though. I mean, you're the, if, if you think of the books you're working on right now, you got you got Texas Blood, you got the the Reckless original graphic novels, and and Newburn. I mean, you, you're you're riding you're riding pretty high. I mean, I know it's it's stressful, but like you you're bringing the thunder, man. Like it, it, your name's popping up on more and more great books. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, luckily we're taking a break on Newburn now, so I, I, that's one thing I'm not doing. So it's. Uh... <laughs> I can uh, I can sort of focus on this. I thought I'd what I thought was I'd get loads done in the in the last few months, and then didn't, didn't get loads done. So you know, <laughs> I'm on track. I'm not behind. <laughs> what uh, so like when since you do work on an original graphic novel as well, like mm. as, as an artist, and I know your role is a little bit different on Reckless, but like you know if, if things ever change because image does love putting out original graphic novels and like have you guys ever thought of doing like like a spinoff or something of that or like um just or as as like the way you guys create like is it easier to do a whole original graphic novel or is it is it easier to section it out i think it would be easier for me to do a graphic novel because there's only one deadline then yeah. okay but at the moment obviously you're hitting monthly deadlines but we've thought about it um whether it would be a graphic novel or not i don't know that would be down to chris i guess i think that'd be down to eric that is. <laughs> um i mean i think that would be pretty interesting to just sort of do like a like a pulp mm. i think the issue is that um they don't unless you're already got a big audience they don't tend to sell that well oh because, really yeah. that, we had talked about doing uh the second or the what was it was it ever saw that we were gonna i think we, so yeah had, yeah so we had talked about instead of doing individual issues just doing it as a graphic novel but um, i think yeah it would have been easier for jake to, to work on but people um, don't want to spend you know 20 dollars or whatever on a book that they don't know is going to be good i gotcha um so i think people are much more willing especially if it's an, a spin-off or like a new title it's hard to hard to get people to to part with that much cash when they could just buy a you know two dollar whatever it is for a first issue i gotcha um, 
That would so, I I would be stoked for an Eversol spinoff though. Like that that's a cool idea. I think like, the people that no already pressure. read the, I think the people that already read the book would maybe buy it, but we wouldn't get anyone new. I don't think that's the issue. I gotcha. Yeah, well, pretty- well, I mean, I I hope that we'll be able to you know build an audience still, but you know it's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard when there's you know it's just us promoting it really. Because you know? well, I, I feel like everybody talks about that this book like that's so that this is interesting to. I guess like I'm looking at my like smaller social media sphere, but, well, it's, but just, it's I, very we popular. have like we have solid numbers, but you know okay. we don't have like a huge fan base. Um, yeah. I, and that's the thing is that I don't think that um, the the fan base that we have qualifies in like images mind of you know mm. yeah but the people that like us seem to really like us and they're quite vocal about it <laughs> the people that hate like, us really hate us so <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like yeah uh, we were talking about the other day and saying how there's always people that are like i've never heard of this book before like thanks for tweeting about it like People seem to still be catching on to it, but a lot yeah. of people have never heard of it. Huh. Uh, well, that's just so, absurd. We need to change it. How do we change this? Like, let's, well, let's, let's doing these things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it takes. I don't know. I was I like at one point I was like, do I just like spend all my savings and like buy a billboard in like L.A., New York, <laughs> wherever I have to and just be like, hey, we exist. Just us two stood back to back. <laughs> Dream team. Well, I know Chris. Chris lately has been doing a lot of signings, and I mean, I, I know Jacob. You're, you know, it's it's not easy for you to just like hop across the pond and and hit up all the popular conventions and stuff. But have you guys been, have you guys been tabling now that now that the air is not as toxic and the threat of dying is slimmed yeah, down I, a bit? I did a, I did a few in the autumn, and I've got um. I've got some lined up for later in the year as well. So, and um, I'm going to Denmark to do one. So that'd be pretty cool. Nice. Um, mm. So I'm trying to book some in and get out there because um, it was great. Yeah, I did Thought Bubble in, uh, which is in. It's a few hours, a few hours from me um, back in November, and that was great. And the Lakes one, Chris came over to the Lakes mm-hmm. um, in October. So um, yeah, that was a great one. So yeah, slowly but surely getting back out. And you were just in you were you were just in town recently, like a week yeah. and a half, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did sign some books. Uh I stopped off in Austin and signed a few books at a couple of shops there. But yeah, we uh, me and my girlfriend came over, had a two weeks or so in West Texas and hung out with Chris for a bit. Nice. Did did Chris like feed you all the, the wonderful food and just and just get you guys like super good and hammered the American way? Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hopefully, 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 it didn't break your heart too much. It's America's a weird place these days, but it's there's still still a lot of love here. Yeah, yeah, so. no, it's amazing. I've I've only been to the states once before, but that was to California, so it was the first time in Texas. So it's yeah, it's great. Chris, yeah, have, yeah. have you do you go do you go visit Jacob or do you just make him come here all the time? Uh, well, I was out there in October, um, so I mean, I guess we do a little tip for tat. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, I don't know if you're still planning on it, but I, I'm the only convention i'm really planning on doing is new york comic-con and it's mainly because i just it costs a lot of money to go to conventions <laughs> yeah. and to table at conventions and you know so that's the only one that i'm planning on doing because it's in my backyard essentially yeah so i've got a table request in, and i haven't found out if i got it yet but i got one last year so hopefully i mean i would i would i don't i don't know much about a lot of things but i would i would think if if the creative team of texas blood wants a table at a con they can get it and if, if not i'm gonna write a bad email to somebody <laughs> i'm gonna write a really intense email which i just found out i'm good at doing because i wrote one at my job about why we should stay at home and not 
go back to work and they were like this is a really great email but we're not we don't care and so but they did tell me it was a good email so i know i can write a good email um anyways so i wanted both of you guys um have this new art coming out for texas blood mm -hmm. and it's very cool and it's it's coming it's similar to the second arc and i love that we're traveling through time right uh, mm -hmm. I'm really digging that, but I love this darker, more horror centric, like the, the way the, the book's starting to go. And, and, and I know in one of the back matters, when, when Chris was writing it, he talked about how, um, true crime and horror like go so well together. And, and Jacob, that's the other books you're working on are, are kind of in that true crime noir weirdness kind of vibe. Like yeah. you guys have found like a really strong niche and like it's it's super cool and but like how did volume how did that switch from volume one to two happen did you guys plan that or, or like it just it, like tonally it, it changed a lot and for the better and so like i'm just kind of curious to how that kind of metamorphosis started happening and how it's carrying through to the current arc yeah i in arc one uh i just the plan for me from the start was i just wanted to establish the world and everything i thought more of a traditional nora story might be a good way to do it but i mean there's like there's elements of like weird stuff like he sees the ghost of his brother and yeah like, we're not sure if it's a dream or what but you know it's, uh so there's stuff in there and especially in, in issue one everybody always talks about the zombie in the dream sequence <laughs> uh, which we'll be dealing with a little bit in this next arc um but i don't yeah it, it's just the first arc was mainly just to sort of set up the tone and the and the feeling and the place and the characters and um just that you know that wanted something bad to happen currently and then that allowed us to in the next arc sort of explore like joe bob's feelings on you know this has happened before and yada yada so okay. And then in, in moving into our new arc, uh, basically, I just wanted to keep doing that sort of thing where, where we're dealing with the bad stuff, but also have some sort of symmetry with the, the last arc. So there's some, there's some things that are similar. Um, I the, the original title of the series was Passive Prologue, which is uh, a Shakespeare quote. And like I always thought that that was something that i wanted to everything comes back everything just okay. is like circular and so there's there's things that will just continue to replay in joe bob's life and in everybody's life in that county so it's it's kind of like a, a the, the way things come back like um I, i'm interested in that because again like we're we're trapped we've been traveling through time in these like different decades mm -hmm. of, of joe bob's life but this uh this new issue and and it happened it happened in the solicitation that image dropped um because they 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 released like the first five pages yeah. um and it's very like intensely like the beginning of a of a good slasher kind of movie or something you know and, like mm -hmm. i got i got real good uh uh like original like black christmas vibes from mm -hmm. it you know especially because it's like cold and it's freezing and where you guys are talking about this like rolling winter storm uh and even like in that first issue we established so much tension uh because there's the there's like the political side story of the of the election and stuff going on simultaneously and so tension is just super high that opening scene is is so intense and and Jacob, like I thought that was a little bit uh even even with the previous arc with like the devils and the cults and the and the cloaks and stuff, like uh you well, you use like a you know pertinently a colder color tone. Mm. So it was like you know, more more blues and grays and but like it was super creepy, man. Like the the mask in the background and stuff, like yeah, I was like, was that was that easy like were you like this i'm just like doing it or like um, i mean i don't know it looked it looked really thought out it, and intense i think it took a while to because 
Yeah, so like you were saying, each arc we have a different time period or whatever. So I try and switch up the art style to match that era. So like I was trying to figure out how to do it. So it wasn't until the day I started inking the first issue that I decided if I was going to do digital or traditional inks. And the only reason I really did digital was that I can sit down when I do digital inks and I hadn't bought any new pens. So I couldn't, I would have to go out and buy pens. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just do it digitally. (laughs) So then I was trying to figure out how to do it. And yeah, it sort of required a lot more black. Because in the first arc, there's like no black at all. Like there's no, it's like, I use that sort of scratchy line thing. Mm -hmm. So there's not really any heavy black. So this, but this sort of required it a lot more, and the last arc had a lot more of it as well. Um, but I was aiming to get this sort of like almost photocopied kind of vibe to it, where it's like the text, the ink texture is all a bit like grainy and a bit blotchy. Okay. And, um, so I was just messing around with that really, and that sort of made like. <laughs> Once I settled on that, that sort of created the whole vibe of the look of it now. So like, and then Chris, with the mask, Chris was very specific on how he wanted all that to look. Um, So I had a lot of ref to work on on that. But like, yeah, it was great fun just having like that. uh, When you first see him behind you in the doorway Mm -hmm. in that, that, uh, like those preview pages. Yeah, that was great fun to do. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, what a way to, to start an issue. And, like, I'm I'm just th- I'm thinking of, like, future scripts that, like, Chris has ready. Because if, like, this is how the new arc is dropping, and, and like, you, you guys are really good at ramping it up, you know? And and so, like, I'm excited to see, like, the manhunt that's about to take place and, and the, the trauma in, in the wake. Like, I'm just excited. Is it – I feel like it's going to be, like, pretty dark and intense. Like, Chris, is that, is that the, the right vibe to take from it? <laughs> Well, I want to hear what Jacob has to say because he just read the new script. Oh yeah, it's pretty dark and intense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah, it's great. I think yeah. what, I, I can't remember what I even said when I read it. Oh, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I just read the issue eighteen. Eighteen. 18. Yeah, oh, wow. the, the last issue of the arc will be nineteen. And then we'll oh, do good. So it's like, it's another nice size. I like that you guys don't. I like your ex- expanded storytelling. Like I enjoy the longer arcs. I dig it. I get. I, I think it works well for this book. So like, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I like. Yeah, the, I like the like, six issues and then a one shot. I like that we're yeah. able to sort of, and it punctuates it when it's sort of you know not necessarily a, the most depressing story in the world in the one shot. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sort of fun story, like an issue thirteen. So I, with the a note on format, you know, with the, cause I dig that too, like the, the Christmas special and like, you know, in, in between the arcs. Um, but like your, the back matter keeps escalating. Like, mm. you know, like we get, we have letters that look like letters that are folded and some stuff has like written post-it notes on it, you know, and like, so that you guys keep, you know, expanding on this, like the awesome scrapbook uh, kind of like entries and like what, who's who's doing that like because i'm i'm really curious because it it just keeps like each issue is just like cooler and cooler like the internet or the the interview transcripts and then like i said just like the letterheads and how it's just all it's cool like uh who's whose decision is to like keep amping that up so that's all chris i do the design stuff but it's very uh i just follow what chris tells me to do Yeah, for like uh for the like the hometown county um newsletter that's in issue 14. Um I just I I've seen them before and uh, you know in like small towns or like people would send out like a newsletter of what's going mm-hmm. on in the town or the county. 
Um, so I, I just found a real one from, I think it was like Indiana or something like that and sent that over to Jake and was like, you know, this is kind of the format that I think we should do, <clears throat> you know, and sort of, it was kind of fun. Cause I mean, we're able to reference like the shooting of Sheriff Sam, which is obviously it's hinted at in issue one mm-hmm. and then in the dream sequence. And then now we're going to play into a little bit more and kind of explore that. So, you know, we're hinting at it even there. And I don't know, I just, I enjoy the, the back matter. Cause I mean, I always enjoyed like first, like the, the Watchmen stuff. I was really like, you know, in the back with the black freighter and all that. Oh, and then the, yeah, like the, the, the sweeping like novel segments that he wrote on top of the script too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, well, we did something like that in, in like the first arc, but I don't think I'll do that again. Cause that was, I look back on that and I just hate it, but. <laughs> oh, the kind of the, the sample of the, the guy's short story that yeah, you Yeah. Know, well, I can get away with it by saying that, well, he just wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> I think just nice as well. Having something for the, like a reason to pick up the single issues. Cause we mm, don't, yeah. we don't put it in the trades. So it's yeah. like a little extra treat. If you go in oh, you know, okay. you and get the, uh, the singles, which I think is a nice thing, because otherwise it's you know, you, if you you have to give people a re, like a reason to go and get it, I guess. Yeah. And, um, and it's nice to um, yeah, they get you get a little yeah, a little bonus for yeah. picking it up every month rather than waiting for the trade. And it's nice that it's not just the same thing again, you know, like yeah. page to page reprint of the. And in this next the... arc, we also have the the letters column is different because it's not yeah. just the letters column. It's now a, a discussion of eighties and nineties horror with Paul Tremblay, the novelist. Oh, cool. Um, so I, I don't think that was in the PDF that I had sent you. That was I think you had an earlier PDF, but yeah. it's in the it's in the final issue. Um, so Paul was kind enough to lend me his time. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's dope. Questions and talk and uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty fun. I think it's really cool that that both of you like you know whether it's a letters column or interacting with fans online or like I mean your 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 Patreon of course like you know people we, you know some of we pay for and there's different tiers but it's not like an insane amount of money and, and you know you communicate really well with fans on there and stuff and and do like the special um you know pre-release stuff sometimes sketches things like that and it's just it's really you guys treat your fans really well and that's why i kind of like bummed me out earlier when you guys mentioned that like you're, you're still trying to find that footing for your audience because like what more can you give these fucking people, man? You're giving them great fucking comics, good attitudes, and and tons of extras to nerd out on. Like, where's the goddamn justice in this world, gentlemen? We- <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what it would take to get a larger audience. I, I think that, you know, like Jake was saying, the people that read us really like us. And that's, that's the thing. And so it's like if the other people that don't read us were to read us, we think that they would probably like our book. But it's just how do we get the book in front? you know mm-hmm. um so i mean i you know i don't know whether that would mean like that we would have to like hire a pr person you know because i mean there's only so much the image does for us yeah um, i don't know because i mean you know it's it's frustrating for me to be on social media and like try to promote this stuff but i have like 1700 followers and they they're the same people who have been following me <laughs> for like two years so it's sort of just you know in a vacuum um but you know that i mean we had uh right before fsc matthew rosenberg was kind enough to tweet about us sam ham was kind enough to tweet about us so they have some nice. an audience that we don't necessarily uh interact with um so hopefully that helps that, that was where a couple of those like oh i never heard of this book before came from <laughs> was replies to those tweets 
So, I mean, whether that translated into sales or not, I don't know. Was, yeah. But, you know, hopefully... And now we're people... doing the um, the variants as well on this new art. We've got a variant cool. on every issue. We had two oh, on cool. The, we have two on issue 14. So, like, right. just having, having that as well, is like, it gives you that extra reach into their audience so i used to i used to be one of those i used to, i'm a recovering variant addict and like dude <laughs> that is it gets dangerous but there are definitely a lot of people like me who like you know yes a comic has a variant like they're gonna and if and, so, and sometimes people will just buy shit if it looks cool right they're like or yeah. like the artist i have so many random single issues from like marvel and stuff because of like uh maria wolf and david nakayama and it's just like i didn't buy the run you know i just like picked up yeah. a couple of their variants so yeah i i think that does help um yeah and it's just it's, and it's just it's cool great for us as well because we get to you know we can just pick who we want to work with because we because yeah. we just pay for it ourselves out of pocket like it's nothing to do with image or anything like that so we just sort of go like who do we want to come and oh cool like, who do we like and so we've got greg smallwood and matt taylor on issue 14 um, very dope just because like you know we i got a list in my phone of just like <laughs> who do we ask next like um who will we, we got some good variants for this for this arc so I'm, yeah I'm, not That's that the exciting. others were not great but i mean this this is like dream team <laughs> material you know it's really good stuff yeah yeah so that's great so yeah doing something like that and then yeah like you're saying about the patreon and stuff like putting all that extra stuff on is uh is great like it's just like you have an idea and you're like what like the normally would have nothing to do with it like you know you're like oh this is this would be cool but like what am i going to do with that sort of thing whereas mm -hmm. it gets you a place to do all this stuff like we're talking about doing like when we do these mini prints every month mm -hmm. um and i had like crystal come up with an idea or i'll come up with an idea and it's like things that I'd never normally do. Like it's just like when what would I use this image for? So it's like I really want to do one of Joe Bob's just accidentally shaved his mustache, and like <laughs> that, like the the the, the him like in the mirror, like shocked and like worried about what to do, like something like that. Like that we probably wouldn't put in the book, and I wouldn't have anywhere to use that idea otherwise. So it's just like throwing all this extra stuff, and that's like the kind of stuff that I like as well. Like from other people, I like seeing like behind the scenes stuff mm -hmm. and all that kind of thing, like process videos, but it's just that other people are way better at that stuff than me. Like, I, I really, I really, I made a process video, like a, an inking time-lapse video last, whenever it was that I was finishing the inks, a week ago or two weeks ago, and I uh, did it, and I was on, it was on the last page because I just realized I hadn't done one. I was like, oh, that, I'll do one now. Do it on the last page I did. And I deleted the video because I was like, this is not a particularly good panel, so I'm just going <laughs> to not put that up. <laughs> and Chris, you put a lot of writing on there. I do. <laughs> I, try, I try to. I feel like I've, I've been uh, slacking uh, this last month, but I was working on this issue. This issue was really hard. To, issue 18 was really hard to write. I don't know why and i don't even think that i think i need to you know revise it a little bit but it was really hard to write because it was super intense and it was just I, and i wanted to get it a certain way and have things feel a certain i don't know just get the <clears throat> the uh just the the actions to feel intense and mm -hmm. like, if i'm reading it back and it doesn't feel intense i'm like i've just deleted everything just started over <laughs> but that's why it took me it took me like probably two months just to write this one issue plus you oh, spent wow. two weeks uh hanging out by a pool in texas so that's also that, <laughs> yeah, that, that helped. um but yeah, I mean, honestly, that did help because it gave me an idea for another one shot. They there was a story about another murder that they told me about. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I don't know. I just I I feel like that's why people you know subscribe to the patrons that they want to see that kind of stuff and you yeah. know, I, I try i write a newsletter every month um i write letters to people every month which i actually am about to do once i'm off here um but yeah i mean it's it's nice to have people actually want to read your stuff because <laughs> uh, you know i i had uh you know it was a it used to be a fight to get have to you know Mm-hmm. Have people read your stuff and now it's like people actually want to yeah. um it was kind of fun in, in houston when i was in houston um signing somebody came up to me and was asking me about a, a pitch that i'm working on which i guess i talked about in some podcast <laughs> and but i was like i was kind of excited that somebody actually knew about a thing that i had talked about yeah. like offhand talked about and uh and they were excited to hear more about it and i was like oh well that's you know it's interesting to actually have somebody you know it's, it's weird but it's fun <laughs> Have fans, I guess. Yeah. So a, a pitch, though. That's what's. Um, I was going to ask because, like, we we talked about earlier. Like, you know, Jacobs. You know, Jacobs doing a few different things here and you know, just a few, mm-hmm. few minor, you know, comics that that you know, are, you know, doing doing all right. And like, so what? Are, are you, Chris? Are, are you getting ready to? Yeah, it's not like you... these eyes are nominated or anything. <laughs> oh, I should have put that as my I should have put that as my name on the display name on here. <laughs> eyes are nominated. Now, that I'm, now that I'm only being referred to as eyes are nominated. <laughs> I did try and change. I tried to change my... walking around with a shirt that says eyes are nominated. Yeah, I tried to change my Twitter handle to that, but it was too long <laughs> to fit on the thing. <laughs> But sorry, yeah, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Krista, are you um, are you working on you know any anything new or like have some pitches out? Or I'm sure, I'm sure every time I ask this question, I know the answer because even if you guys do have shit, you're like, well, yeah, but I can't talk about it yet, and then I can't tell you the publisher yet. But it's still wow. like it still gets people pumped to know like if if you got some projects in the works. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I do have something that's being announced in June. Um, like I think it's June twentieth or something. They're going to announce it. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'm supposed to mention <laughs> what it is, but I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, it looks great. Jake did a cover for it. Um, we also got Frank Avia to do a cover for it. What it is, you'll have to wait and see. But well, um, hey, it's still exciting though. That's cool, man. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, think, Jake, Jake read the script cool. and was like upset that he couldn't do it. <laughs> but now I've been added to the Dropbox folder where they're putting all the artwork up. So I get to look at it as it comes in, even though it's not my book. <laughs> it looks pretty cool, though. It, it does look it, really cool, yeah. It's not what I would have thought, but I love that about it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting because, yeah, I read the script when you first sent it off to them, I think. like mm-hmm. So yeah. before, before I saw any artwork. And then, so in, in my head, I couldn't help but like envisage what I would do with the script. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now, like, I'm seeing it come in. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, it's completely the other way to what I do anyway. I think, like, it's, um, there's nothing like my work in any way, I don't think, really. So it's really interesting to see how it's coming yeah. out. You guys seem to have like a, a pretty solid relationship and, and you guys have been working together on this series, you know, for a, a while now. Does it 47 get... years. <laughs> Wait, I mean, it, I, I feel like it probably gets comfy. And I also think that's why the series is continuing to get better. Cause like your guys is, you know, the way you work together gets better and better yeah. every issue. Mm-hmm. But like, does it get like in, in that comfort zone now, does it get different or irritating when, when you work with different creatives and you're like, you're like, ah, oh, they're not, they're not reading the script like I want them to, or no, or I, yeah, but I don't. So I mean, the artist that I'm working with currently is Italian, so there's some like mm. uh, translation things, but I think that that's 
that's all. I mean, there, and there's some other stuff that, you know, I mean, not to, I'm not complaining, but it's just, you know, there's other stuff that I think Jake would like immediately. I think I write with sort of Jake in mind anyway now. Yeah. Because I've been writing for him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely, it's different depending on who it is. Because sometimes they also just, they ask different questions and that Jake wouldn't ask necessarily. I think Jake just sort of gets the script and like gets it and does it. Mm. Whereas the other, other artists will be like, they'll probe a little bit more and try to figure out more of like this, that. Um, um, ask for concepts and things like that um, from me. Do you end up having to kind of write a tighter script than like maybe like the newer stuff with Jacob? Because you just, you can kind of like, I love how like Tom King writes scripts, like right right when he gets to know his artists and stuff. And he's just like, and he's like, make this part look cool. And like, you, you know, if you're working with a brand new artist that you haven't spent you know, 14, 15 issues with, you know, like it, you, it, that's going to be a different thing than like telling Jacob, like, Oh, make, you know, do, do your thing on this page. Like I, I still write pretty uh, extensively for Jake. I mean, there's, I, <laughs> it's, if it's like an acting scene, you know, with like drama and all that, I, I tend to kind of just write, they scowl or something like that. <laughs> and then he, but I know like he'll get it and like do it, whatever it needs to be done. It's more, yeah. For like the action stuff, I'm, I'm very descriptive. To it, I think mm. um, just because I, I think I, again, it's like I want to visualize it, visualize it in my mind, and I know that if I can visualize it, then he can. If, if that makes sense, yeah, it makes it like easier. Like, 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 because I can't draw for shit, and but I know other writers who also can't draw. They'll do like stick figure, like layouts to kind of like get ideas of stuff and like no i don't do that no do that i i mean i i can draw but i not (laughs) i don't do it professionally (laughs) um uh but i also don't i don't ever draw anything at for our comic it all is just the words 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 that's it yeah the occasional photograph of like a location or something Mm. yeah like i'll I'll put in references into the script like for example Mm. if i pull from you know like uh if i want something like a building to look a certain way or whatever or if i have a reference in mind yeah um, there's a radio station that's in issue 15 and I, you know well a you got to see it in person but b yeah. it's like there's a photo in the script to pull from or if there's like a specific shot from a movie then I'm like this should sort of evoke this feeling or whatever i'll put that in but i, I never draw because I feel like I feel like that's like sort of I don't know I I'm able to sort of just visualize it in my mind and I don't really need to plan it out that extensively yeah. Yeah. and I also put trust in in Jake or the other artist I'm working with who is a secret and will be announced very soon. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i sort of just put faith in the artist i guess you know yeah i think i don't think i'd like it because i think no matter how similar it is like if you even if you're on the same level with it it would still influence exactly like it would it would definitely influence what i did even if i was like oh i don't want to do it like that it would yeah. still you know i'd rather you know i don't tell chris how to do it and he doesn't tell me how to do it sort of thing it's like yeah i trust it's just trusting each other to do what we do um and it's the same when i'm working coloring the reckless books like ed doesn't put any um any direction for the colors in the script or anything like that and my dad doesn't tell me how to do it it's only like you know it's nighttime now and that's <laughs> you know that's it you know like so i know what time of day it is other than that it's just like i read the script and try and figure out what i want to what we're trying to do with it like what kind of tone like i think most of it is just figuring out the tone like i figure out the storytelling in thumbnails super rough and then after that it's just trying to figure out like the actual tone of it and that's okay um so i think it would just sort of interfere i think 
more than anything. Not that, you know, I'm sure if I work with another another writer and they do that, I'm not going to tell them to stop, but... <laughs> I mean, like, whatever whatever is going on, like, behind the scenes with, with both comics, with, with Reckless and, and with uh, Texas Blood, like, your your color game is, like, always on. I, I love your art, too, but, like, man, you're, you really get colors and mood, and uh, I think that really shines in, in, in Reckless. Uh, like, just, you're, you just do crazy shit in that book, man. It's so cool. <laughs> well, that, I can, I can uh, push on that, because it doesn't matter to me if it sells, you know? <laughs> 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 I can like be, I can be weird, and it doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, shit. I was gonna ask you, how does how does uh, Chip do his scripts? Does he like give you description like very uh, like... similar? He's sort of um, maybe slightly. Um... Maybe slightly less detail on most stuff, I think, but pretty yeah. pretty similar. And like, yeah, no. Sometimes he does offer to if I if I've done something and he doesn't like it, he'll be like, oh, I can like, I don't think this is working. I can draw it for you if you want. Like, I can send you a sketch of how I think it should be done. And I'm like, nah, it's fine. I'll just redo <laughs> it myself. Um, but um, yeah, pretty much it's the same thing. Um, but we have a lot less, I think me and Chip have a lot less back and forth. Like he sort of sends me the script, and we have an editor on Newman as well, so we sort of talk as a three in emails, but it's not like, me and Chris like message every day mm. on Instagram, and like if I have a quick question, I can just like message like, oh, what what do you mean by this, or what do you want here? And okay. Stuff like that. So there's a lot of back and forth, I think, yeah. with us. And um, then some of that is me going, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, whereas with Chip, it's um, it, he sort of just leaves me to do it, and then at the like he'll sort of go through it after I've drawn it all and be like, "Oh, can you just like tweak this or whatever?" Um, but most of it is just like, "Yep, looks good," and we move on to the next <laughs> bit. So. And then you make millions of dollars. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it. you are working. I mean, you've been you've been like, you know, everybody's known your name now for, you know, a, a few years. But, you know, I mean, you are working with some like big name people. Um, mm. Does any what's it like? I mean, I know everybody asks you this, but I still want to know, like, because you're working with your dad and like, mm. I love my father, like deeply. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have a pretty good relationship. Uh, but, you know, like. If I'm helping him in the yard with something, because he's he's older now, right, and he's got heart shit going on, so I got to help him, you know, do some stuff. But like, oh man, it's an easy fight. Like just waiting, <laughs> waiting, and it's you know not like not like big fights, but you know enough to just you know like words are said and buttons are pushed, you know. And I was like, so I, I mean, is it is it ever tricky like working on not, a, a big project like that with with your dad? Not really, because again, he just sort of leaves me to do it, and it's like. You know, I don't, we live about an hour and a half apart, so we don't, like, see each other that often. Mm. And, you know, I, I ring him occasionally, but mostly it's just sort of like, he sends me the pages, like, the pages just on Dropbox, and I go and get them, and I colour them, and I send them back, and he's like, yep, yeah, cool. And, you know, that's, <laughs> it's really, like, I think people imagine us, like, in the same house, like, you know, yeah. like, he's, he's over my shoulder, like, no, don't do it like that. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's just but if like... if you were in the same house... <laughs> For for a bit, we were in the same same studio during uh, the you know when the pandemic started. I went because I was living in the middle of Manchester at the time in a really small flat, 
no garden, no outdoor space. And obviously lockdown happened and I was like, right, well, I need to go. Um, <laughs> so I went back to my parents because they have a garden and a big house. So I was like, this is much better. But I had to share a studio for like two and a half, three months and uh, only one computer <laughs> and one drawing board. So we'd, we'd rotate, you know, one person would have it one in the morning and then we'd swap over to the, you know, to the whatever we hadn't had that day. Um, but even that was fine. Like he was like, you know, he'd come over and he's like, hmm, I don't do <laughs> um, but, but like, it's still, yeah, it was still absolutely fine. Like he just sort of, you know, it's just like, it's just like working with anyone else really. And we get on and we're very similar. So it's just sort of like, he sort of, we just sort of, he just sort of trusts me to do it. And like, even when I hadn't colored anything, like when I stuck, when I did junkies, I'd never colored anything in my life. And he was like, ah, oh, he could probably do it, you know, and then. <laughs> He sort of he sort of gave me he did the first page or two pages of junkies to like and he gave me a palette so he's just like here you go do it like this and then sort of left me to figure it out and do it and then he was oh, like wow. oh, turns out you're actually all right at this so you can do the next one if you want because um, originally he was going to color that himself that's why uh, Elizabeth uh, Brightweiser didn't do it because um, he was going to color it himself and then he ran out of time so he was like uh well i guess he can do it you know i was just doing like <laughs> illustration at the time so it was just like yeah he, he can probably do it and then after that him and ed were like oh okay well let's just keep him then and see what he does so then like after that it was just sort of like uh this is what we like go and do something like figure out how you want to do that um and it's sort of yeah just sort of been learning how i do it as i go so like which is also fun about um changing up the art style in Texas Blood is I can also change the colour mm -hmm. style and I can switch it up and try different things because obviously doing I have to sort of make it look like the same on Reckless and all this you know there's a style established and I have to do that whereas with this I can switch it up every like six issues and it's just nice. like and try something new because you know I'm not colouring like like most colourists are doing you know five books a month or whatever or six months a month and they can try different things on each book, whereas I am just doing my own stuff. So it's like, I have to make it consistent. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to be able to switch it up. So I feel it's... like both of you get to kind of, especially with Texas Blood, get to get to switch it up quite mm. a bit. Because like, mm. I mean, Chris, I know you've, you've been planting the seeds of, of horror, but I, I still think each arc, like, feels like cohesive yet wildly different you know like it's yeah. and i think i, I think the you know the non-linear storytelling and, and going back and forth through time uh and just like the dialogue gets a lot more kind of like uh I don't, I don't know like really like philosophical and in-depth at times um and I, you're getting inputting more of that is is strong and i was gonna ask you because i i heard the other day like some writers count words on the page right and like there can only be like so many words on a page and like whoever like if anyone ever told you that like did you just say no i'm not doing that because but it they like works like you that you do this thing that like a lot of people say not to do and i kind of love the comic for it even more it's it's very like frank miller-esque sin city where there it's just like he wasn't afraid to use extra prose when he needed to and that ended yeah. up being a huge great thing well so uh on this arc i am trying counting my words and seeing how it works <laughs> out um so every panel has only 28 words per panel oh cool is that, um, is that hard as shit you know i usually i will overwrite it and then i'll edit it down mm. uh, but i also think that this arc i, I mean jake you've read the script i think that the conversations are minimal yeah i think that it's very it's very visual in terms of everything that's ha you know i mean it's 
it's all just you know the the whole the stuff with uh joe bob and sam and and then it's also there's the winter storm then there's the killer and all the killer stuff is pretty much silent so it's a, you know it's very much like yeah. a silent sort of arc in a way yeah like reading so that issue anyway. 18 script there's like hardly any dialogue at all in that entire issue yeah like it's wow. um compared to i think the earlier issues um a lot less and then i've started thumbnailing issue 16 yesterday on friday and i think that again is yeah noticeably less there's dialogue. some there's some like pretty hefty dialogue in the one issue though with uh yeah. when joe bob confronts his um yeah his rival <laughs> yeah i think i'm getting up is that is that this issue 16 I think it's 16. Yeah, it's 16 because yeah. 17 is the flashback. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just, I'm getting, I'm getting to that. We're scene. enticing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get ready to do some reading. <laughs> was, was that a, was that a tough switch, Chris? Like going towards a more like visual, physical kind of issue. And, you know, like as opposed, because you write good dialogue and you write really intense conversations. Like, I'm not, well, I, I, I'm not complaining. I hope it doesn't come across that I'm like complaining about the words you use on a page, but uh, it's interesting no, that you're, you're switching not, I, it up like that. You know, the thing is that like, I, you know, looking back on like arc two or like even arc one, probably more so in arc two, like I, I did get pretty uh, wordy, but I also feel like I've always let Jake's art shine. I've always tried mm -hmm. to give sil like silent panels mm -hmm. as much as I can. And I mean, there's some of my favorite stuff is actually the silent stuff in this next arc. I've, I've talked about it before, but there's like a three-page sequence in issue 15 that has probably, I don't know, eight words in total <laughs> on it. Um, and it's just like one of my favorite things. Um, but w was it hard? I don't think it was that hard. I mean, it was just sort of, I don't, I sort of wanted to see if that would, you know, how that would read for people, whether it would still hit the same, you know, because that one of the things everybody talks about that they like about our books is like it, it feels authentic. And I'm like, well, mm -hmm. it still feel authentic if I'm not, you know, vomiting up, you know, 3,000 <laughs> words per panel. <laughs> um, so, you know, th that's the question, I guess, is, is whether it's still going to read as authentic or not i think it does personally but um yeah i don't know it was it's definitely it was like a little bit of a challenge but not not really um just in terms of the editing down because that, that was the thing i really wanted to make sure that i hit that 28 word mark and so, so you know sometimes it's like what what do i get rid of here because i feel like everything's mm. like necessary and then you realize like take give it a day or two and then go back and then you're like oh wait i can just take that out nice and it's so simple and it still works and it works just as well and maybe better so yeah, it's been an interesting experience. A, a note on that authenticity, which which I I totally agree with, and I, and I see people that I like some nerds from friends from Texas that enjoy your book, like everybody says it it's a, has a very authentic like it is texas this is like that weird corner of texas and like people that live there know and it just like it, it resonates and and mm -hmm. brings up like you know you know positive aspects of like you know being being an american being in a texan being you know like they people just get that like how did you guys pull that i know jacob you visited you get you get sent pictures you get but like you, like Chris, you're you're you know a a a, a lib you know like a a, a blue a blue, a, a blue political. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, how do you guys get in that headset to just like put yourself? You both like anchor anchor yourself so well into police culture, um, the 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 weird the weird you know county the 
the weather, the just everything, just it feels so fucking real. Like, and and I like how what kind of research did you do like to get there? Um, well, monthly I read Texas Monthly, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I just uh, like when way before issue one even came out, um, I called the the. Jeff Davis County, which by the way, Jeff Davis, Jefferson Davis, yes, it's the South. So that's that's a whole other conversation <laughs> I could be having. Um, but yeah, I called the Jeff Davis County Sheriff's Department and talked to them and kind of just was asking them questions about like how large is your your, your force, like how many people do you have on? And they're like, Oh, we have three deputies, including the sheriff. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that's like that's one of the things, but also just kind of asked them about like and it was it was weird talking to them and being like, so uh there's a murder. You know, what do you do? Uh, you know, when does it go to the state? Like, when does you know? How does that work? All that. Um, so that part was uh, helpful in that. But I mean, I just I talk to people from Texas. I, you know, I keep in touch with people that I know in Texas, and just um, and just being on the ground there, just kind of hanging out. It's just it's all observation. And uh, you know, there's some stuff that I had happen to me this last time that I was out there that was just like, oh, I can't wait to use that um, at some point um and i don't want to spoil it here so <laughs> but it's you know it's uh it's just a lot of just shutting up and listening i think um and just talking to people and like hearing them out and that's that's a you know so that like i just said about jeff davis county that obviously the name is jefferson davis but it's you know after the civil war they could have changed the name but they just never did and so like, that's <laughs> one of the points of contention with that there are liberal people in west texas it's just that it's so gerrymandered and mm. also there's just the a lot of bribery <laughs> so it's like uh it, you just you'll never see anything but red there um but it's just they just don't want to they just don't want to change it for whatever reason i guess they say historical reasons it's also just small enough probably that it doesn't register yeah um, but you know in general i think that the people out there they are you know they're they're just normal people and i think that they just want a normal life and i think that that's something that we're just trying to tell a story about i guess normal life yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, normal no, life it's, plus, it's it's there i'm just like, i just well, that's, yeah, so that's the thing i mean obviously it's like uh you know uh, that, that's the, so I've like made an Instagram. Post I hope none it, of that stuff ever happens in my normal life. By well, like I made this Instagram <laughs> post the other day about that three-page sequence that Jake drew, and like I was like, the, "Our comic is this, that, and the other," and then I'm like, "And it's also about a serial killer that comes in during." <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, but I mean, I think that the thing that I really love about our comic and that we're able to do with our comic that I don't necessarily see in like that many other comics is. Just that we let the, the small moments breathe yes you know? and that's super special i think i i read a lot of comics guys i'm on a lot of press lists and that's one of the coolest things about that texas blood is i you know i, I made a joke but, but it, it, there is so much real life in there and the relationships all feel <laughs> you know very real like i mean the whole second arc is 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 a you know frame story kind you know kind of conversation in a diner flashback and i just True. think it, you know it was it was done like so well and it and so many times like the the dialogue it does it feels like i feel like i'm in that right i feel like that story is being told to me and like and mm -hmm. I'm, i experience your comic in a different way and i guess what i'm trying to say is you're a really good fucking writer and, and i appreciate <laughs> the way you write these comic books thank well, you I very much a, a lot of people i think on multiple occasions we've been told that that sequence where Joe Bob sneaks out and has a cigarette in, mm -hmm. uh, is it the first issue of the second dark? 
yeah. and he like sits on the porch they was like yeah that was great and that's just like you know nothing happens <laughs> nothing yeah. happens there. no one speaks nothing happens and it's like four page is it like four pages mm -hmm. that and, and when he cuts his finger doing the model oh yeah. i thought was really because yeah. i love the i love the snippets you guys put in with yeah. him and his wife um the dialogue is always strong and and jacob you're good at like emoting them really well mm -hmm. like it's it's kind of creepy sometimes because you just see like how like in love and they still are with each other like mm -hmm. in these panels like you get it from the you get it from the the script and the dialogue and you get it from the art as well and it were it's it's very powerful and it continues to like scare me that like something's gonna happen to one of them <laughs> like you know like it's just i feel like that's like a ploy where you're just like even in all the darkness, you're going to make us like just love. They're like the light in the darkness of this town. Like he's so scared of all this bad stuff happening. Yeah. And they're this like he's he's like a genuine, genuine good guy. And she's a genuine good woman. And they love each other. And and so, yeah, I just I feel like it's just going to something's going to tear our hearts out. Like, you know, one of these days <laughs> in the future, I feel like. <laughs> well, uh, I I don't want to comment on future, uh, stories. I'm <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know, like uh, Martha doesn't really show up in the new arc until the final issue. And I mm. like that uh, nice. in terms of it's like uh, it's the cooling off at the end of everything. <laughs> um so i'm really excited so that that yeah. tells me like it's gonna get real bad then <laughs> you're like oh, you're like bad. you're like saving saving the martha yeah. to like let us finally like have like a soft exhale like at the end of a hard arc <laughs> like, it, it gets super intense in issue 18 i mean i think issue 17 is like a really it's like a super slow burn of an issue it jumps between three different places um okay. So it, uh, um, when is this, is this dropping before the issue comes out? Uh, I'm thinking like a week before. Yeah. Or okay. so, or two, uh, so I won't before. really spoil too much, but yeah. it's, uh, there's a, a character that we introduced. We sort of introduced him in issue one, uh, with red gas, which is like the gas station with the dinosaur on top. Yeah. Uh, so he's introduced, he's the mother, he's the father, not the mother, obviously he's the father of, uh, Patty Doyle, who oh. you meet in the opening pages. Yeah. And, uh, so it's him and Lou together together joe bob and wilson together and then the red queen killer breaking into his next victim's house and sort of going through stuff and like eating their food and drinking their beer and just oh, like that's invading great. their home <laughs> so that's issue 17 basically <laughs> and it's like super it's like a slow build of like just anxiety because you're like somebody's gonna run into him somewhere I'm our, i love that you just made like goldilocks and the three bears into like a horror element because <laughs> like in in the burns in in the in the bear story it's it's kind of cute and interesting and you're like oh what an entitled little shithead but like you know and then, and then, like, but it's you know it's kind of funny but like i'm thinking of this like in your guys's world now right where it's like this dude is like lurking through his victim next victim's house and he's like tasting the food and drinking the like he's like putting himself where he doesn't belong and getting like yeah, well, it's, already it's, too comfortable it's the ultimate invasion of privacy is i think the yeah thing. and i think that that's what uh these creeps like rqk or in real life like you know the golden state killer or any of mm -hmm. these guys or that's what they get off on is just like how how do i defile this person and it's it's really just you you know you know taking their average life and just t taking it away from them and messing with you know that's it's pretty awful do you guys do a lot of like i know a lot of people are just into the true crime thing 
already like you know true crime podcasts like fuck i wish i had a true crime podcast sometimes like give me those <laughs> give me those like metrics but uh you know every, everybody loves that you know we we all continuous like rolling uh outpour of you know inter- crazy documentaries on on every streaming network um do you do you guys nerd out on that stuff to kind of like get in the zone or like 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 chris was just some of the stuff chris said like i mean do you do some do you do some serial killer research to like get get into the head of this of this new villain you've created or or does is yeah. you just kind of use like regular i mean i guess we're already like insaturated with bad shit so you don't even really have to research sometimes well i mean there was a there was a book that i read recently that was pretty helpful to me because it's just you know you you don't really know what's going on in like this in somebody's mind you know and, and it's a it was a story called shadow man and it's about this serial killer in montana and they actually don't even know how many people he killed but they only they they got him for three people and then he killed himself so they don't know who else wow. he killed. Uh, but you know it's like everybody thought he was a normal guy in town and then turns out that he's uh you know kidnapping women cutting them open and then making meat patties out of their bodies <laughs> You know, it's crazy it's, that that's the always the cliche and it's always almost true that they're like oh it was, just, it was like he lived down the street he was this normal guy yeah. like we we waved to each other like when we were taking our garbage out at the same time like he came over to the barbecue last weekend like it's you hear those stories in like every moment and it's kind of terrifying because like and that makes it even more oh, terrifying because yeah, it's, it's like the ultimate camouflage right but then i think about your guys's comic and that like if you if you think about that statement and your guys's comic and it's just it's just full of like ordinary people that could do darkly evil things <laughs> at any given moment <laughs> well the, the thing with this guy that uh was a big influence uh, you know golden state killer was a big influence because i mean we establish um i think in in the epk we established that he's he's from el paso like his first hmm. murders in El Paso. So we, st- you know, so that's one of the things I pulled from Golden State Killer is that he's, he moves around. He's, n- he's never in like the same neighborhood that frequently. Um, Speaking of uh, normal people doing these things, we on the Patreon, we let people upload photos of themselves. <laughs> yeah. So we can use them as extras in the book. <laughs> and, um, I haven't told this guy this yet. I I don't think I'm going to tell him until he reads it. He is the he is the killer. This guy, like one of the one of the patriots, is the uh, is the killer in this arc. So that's pretty funny. So yeah, yeah, he's going to be just a normal guy who turns out to be a killer. Did you tell them that that could have been an option, like when they no. were doing that? I just decided when I was going through the pages, I was like, he's he could he looks like he could be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he's not really really offensive. Uh, it's it's pretty cool though that like yeah. you know because I mean they probably the thought when you gave them that option that there would just be somebody in the background. Yeah, but I yeah mean, it's, it's, then to be like an influential character, I'd be yeah, stoked. Yeah. Well, Wes Greer, the reviewer for yeah. comics, comics together, he's uh, in two issues. Like, yeah, you put him in the ho- I mean, put him in the holiday issue. Yeah, uh, but he no, he's in. Uh, he's at the. Oh, his name's in. He's the, at the end of. Uh, yeah, his name is in the last one, and then um, his face is in the new. His one. face is in the yeah. But in uh, the, like the one I read. Yeah. He's, oh shit! Uh, I'm gonna have to go he's back. At, he's at the house. He's the one yeah, waiting he... on the stairs. I don't. Oh. I don't want to tell you too much more. <laughs> 
Yeah, shit. Oh man, I'm gonna. Oh, I didn't even. I'm gonna have to yeah, like. So I'm gonna have to compare. I don't. He doesn't post pictures of himself a lot, so I always just see his like logo. Like yeah. I know what he. I know what he looks like, but he's not like you know a selfie king. Like you know, taking. Yeah. And, and he's he's. Uh, I he already did the live stream. So you guys have been on his show a couple times too. I think, yeah, right? I think we did it once. Yeah, but I've done interviews with him, but they're just email interviews. You know, he'll send me questions and I'll answer them. Oh, Which, okay. By the way, I have some questions I have to answer, and then I'll send them to you, Jake. Uh, um but uh yeah it's just you know for you know for the buster greer thing with issue 13 i mean i wanted to name the guy buster anyway and buster greer works well and wes was kind of going through a tough time in his life and i was like well let me just you know we'll name it i i would be thrilled if that happened yeah (laughs) in a comic so um no he was fucking stoked like he like he was yeah that was again you guys treat your fans very well and and as as comic press myself like i appreciate it when when you guys go out of your way to do you know cool stuff you know like because it's i'm not gonna it's very similar to where sometimes like like you guys when when you're when you're working solo writing solo or in in the studio late nights or real early mornings by yourself you know it's like I've heard that like phrase where it's like screaming into a void, you know, like creation is very solitary sometimes, even if Mm -hmm. you guys communicate well and send like the emails and Instagram messages and stuff. Right. But it's still, you know, we, we, we create these things. We, we spend time by ourselves, like putting our thoughts out in in various ways. And, and with comics press, it's like that too, you know, you like, you write these reviews and, and you, you really hope the creators like it. Right. But then like, I mean, you, you hope people read it and, you never really know if people read it or not. Like, you know, the same five people will be like, yeah, cool. Yeah. And then like, mm-hmm. but you, you never really know. And so, you know, I, it just sometimes feels it's, it's nice to get like when people pay attention to you and, and as, as nerd, as like a nerd press guy, like when, when you creators like go out of your way to do something cool for like one of us, like it's, it's fucking gnarly. Like I, it's, <laughs> it's very it's very cool and i'm and i'll and i'll never get used to it because i this is all like i never knew this was going to be like a thing you know like i i started talking to friends in quarantine over zoom and we started a, a mm-hmm. podcast and then and then i found out that like sometimes when you podcast with other people like different like ideas clash and uh like friendships are ruined <laughs> like <laughs> and so that's why i you know i ended up like kind of starting my own deal and and i never thought that you know i'd be able to like email you know two really you know popular indie creatives and be like hey you guys want to like come talk to me for a while and have people say like yeah like i'm excited to do that so anyways i just i appreciate when you you know being cool creators that are cool with your fans because i also know social media is like man if i was you guys the shit that assholes say to all of the comic pros all the time and just like I, I I don't know if I could get online every day. Like it'd be really hard. Like I, you know, it's funny with like I I don't really see too much on Twitter with people like ragging on us, but like I've seen like on Instagram. So sometimes on like the image comics Instagram, like people will like comment on our like on the post, mm-hmm. but they'll like post about like where's this book, where's this, and I'll just I will literally comment and be like, God, this post is not about this. <laughs> you know, <it's> just like, <laughs> I'll just like get into it because I'm like I don't care, you know. I mean, this is, you know, don't I, we're we're having enough problems trying to sell people in our book. I don't need you to show up and like bring up saga, you know. <laughs> we're selling fine. Yeah. Not, It'll not be okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, I don't know. It's a little fresh, but the I, I don't know. Like I don't I like don't love social media, but I think it's also been great during the the pandemic for sure. And yeah. just building an audience and like you said, like getting to know our audience, but like 
the idea of what social media actually is um, and everything that's happened like, <laughs> politically in our in our world. And, I don't know, it's all just sort of, I feel like what the comics uh, community is, is sort of a bright spot, you know? Yeah, I, and it's interesting that you brought up a negative like more negative experience with Instagram. Cause I always hear like Instagram is like the fucking like happy land of comics. And like, you know, Twitter's like, Twitter's like that nice city. It's like fucking Midgard from final fantasy seven. So you're like, there's this nice city, but like right outside of it is just, just like a junkyard and an empty open weird yeah. space where anything can happen. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know if people post uh, I don't really look for the stuff on Twitter. I, I think I sometimes, I think I follow the hashtag on Instagram. So I see like stuff that pops oh, okay. up on Instagram, but uh, I, I can tell you at uh, when issue six came out, some guy emailed us like on Christmas Eve and was like, this is the worst book I've ever read. And I just, I, <laughs> I was like merry christmas <laughs> i responded oh merry christmas man thank you <laughs> does that well i mean like does that get hard like because i've i just i mean i guess if you're not getting a lot of it well if you're not getting a lot of it you can kind of numb yourself to it if you are but if it's just like one random like bad review or shitty email does that like uh, you, do know, you have to like I mean, walk away I'm the, kind of person, <laughs> I'm the kind of person that it, it eats at me and it does but yeah. um I, there's also just a lot of like there's a lot of positive out there so i try to just lean into that yeah um and i also you know for some of them it's really frustrating because it's like it's for example like when it was our first arc it was our literal first arc and it was our first book you know my first published thing so it's kind of it's it was a little frustrating to have people be like comparing it to like Cormac McCarthy <laughs> or, or comparing it to Ed Brubaker and I'm like why are you comparing to me to these like legends who've been doing it for 30 years that's unfortunate you know for me to have to like try to fill those shoes yeah you know I wasn't trying to fill those shoes I was just trying to do our own thing I mean definitely inspired by them but you know not trying to I think them. you get compared to Ed a lot because you're you're good at there's very few people that are really good at, at like noir writing. That's like, yeah, very, like, you know, very punctual, like impertinent and powerful. Look at that solid alliteration. I just dropped like all <laughs> that, but you, you get compared to that because there's not many people to like compare you to, right? Like you're, you're yeah. in like a smaller pool, but you're like strong enough to swim in those waters. If that makes, man, I'm just like, I'm on it right now. This is good. <laughs> but like, but I, I just think, you know, you, you're, you're at that level and which is crazy. Cause I didn't put that together that your first, this is your first published comic mm -hmm. is from image. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's long form storytelling. You guys didn't do like, it was, this isn't a four issue mini. Like we're, we're going into like, we're talking about wrapping up this new arc at 19 or 20, right? Like that's, yeah. that's fucking hardcore, dude. Like that's, that's big deal. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I mean, I think when image said, yeah, I think we were just like, let's run with it. Let's yeah. do it. You know, well, I, I mean, how, how often do I you get the chance Eric to just before the book came out, I met Eric and it, I think they just agreed to put it out. I think they just got back to us. I met Eric because uh, he was over Thought Bubble, and uh, I was I was like late for a train. I just like I was like, all right, I got to go see him before I go. And he was like, I love that you didn't mention your dad once in the. Uh, he was like, I didn't realize. He was like, I read the book, liked it, and then I like figured it out afterwards that you were related. And he was like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was I, that was on purpose, I think, on our part. Yeah. We just, you know, I mean, why would we bring? Yeah, that why up? would we? <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, it's it's our own thing. It's um, yeah. 
And yeah, so I mean, when we submitted it to Image, we didn't submit it like to Eric or anything. I no. I, I submitted it to the submissions email that oh, everybody wow. else can find. You know, submissions at Image Comics or whatever it is. Um, you know, we there was nothing special about our pitch aside from I guess it was good. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I was like, there had to be something there, bud. <laughs> well, there's one thing that I keep going back to, and I I think it was really ballsy what we did with the dream sequence. So the dream sequence was all just black panels aside from like. Like in the middle, there was the zombie, and that was it. <laughs> it was just words in black pa- black panels, nine a nine panel grid, and it was all just black panels aside from the middle panel, which was the zombie, and then everything else was like I think was it two pages? I think it was two pages of just I black think... panels, and that's yeah. how we started it. Yeah, that was the start of our pitch. I'm like, that's ballsy. <laughs> this artist is lazy. Right? <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember this, but that was, I just, I frankly didn't, I was like, I can't afford to pay you for two more pages. <laughs> uh, can we just do words? And you're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, good. it worked. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it was really cool that they, they, they bit, I mean, and we mentioned like Eversol and all that in it, but it was all sort of, I didn't really know exactly where we were going to go, but once we got greenlit, it was like, okay, well now I have to actually sit down and figure this out. <laughs> uh, the same thing with this current arc. I was like, I knew I wanted to do a serial killer thing with a snowstorm. And I was like, how do I do it now? Like, and what's his <laughs> name? And like, you know, cause I wanted it to feel like an authentic thing. And it's like, RQK sounds like a real thing, you know. Red Queen Killer sounds real. Sounds kind of intriguing. Yeah. It yeah. feels it feels real. Like, and on that note, did it, does it ever get like, does it ever get kind of like heavy when you're because you you are like you write a lot and and you yes. you write a lot of emotion and and I can I don't if if you're not closely attached to your work you at least appear that way so you're very clever if if you're not like close to your work and and you're kind of separate yourself from it but does it ever get like weird and like intense like especially when you're working on this new script you ever have to like get up and like go outside and look at the sunlight or like pet a dog or something just to be like be like it's gonna be okay <laughs> well i'm interested to hear what jake has to say because i mean there was some pretty intense stuff in the second arc but i mean that the second arc definitely i had some moments where i was like when i wrote uh Wyetta's speech when she's oh, mad yeah. at joe bob and like i was like really worked up <laughs> i was that was like a a day where i was probably like i don't know like doing the dishes or something like that and then my girlfriend said something to me and i was like shut up <laughs> uh obi is now your support animal obi's my support animal <laughs> yeah, my, my, my pup. but uh yeah i don't know there's some stuff like like i was saying this like this current issue that i just wrote issue 18 was pretty intense to write and it, it was hard because it was intense you know because mm-hmm. there's some stuff that happens to some characters and it's like, <laughs> like you know you're like oh god <laughs> it's pretty rough um so yeah i don't know sometimes it just yeah it's hard to write even just because you you want to make sure that it, it it hits right you know and you want to make sure that it's impactful but you also want to i guess yeah i don't know the, and the emotion is a big part for me because i feel like mm-hmm. you know jacob is amazing at acting through his drawings and like getting the work out in the characters faces i mean but i i'm definitely also sort of acting as i'm writing and I do voices and stuff. <laughs> and like when I wrote like the Wyatt thing, like I would like perform it, you know? Yeah. 
I and can like, see that. Feel like I, and I would feel it. So yeah, I guess yeah, I do feel like it was. It's all very personal to me. When I was in an, an my so like I got a BA in creative writing, and then I was in an MFA creative writing for a while, and. Um, I, people used to tell me like in workshops and stuff that I wrote really great dialogue and people would ask me like how I wrote dialogue. And I was like, well, I read everything out loud, everything I write. Like yeah. if I write, if I write a 20 page nonfiction essay, I, that my, I read it through and check, you know, like redline it. But then like, I read after the, I read it out loud, all 20 pages. Cause like, if you fuck up a sentence, it's real easy to hear it like yeah. a lot of times. And especially like especially like talking like i feel like dialogue like it, you know if if you read it out loud and then you're like oh wait like it may look okay on the page but then when you say it you're like but people don't fucking talk like that you know and it's like yeah. and I, that i that speech that was a that was a speech like that was a big long intense like i loved it to like why are you sitting here why are you drinking the tea like fuck it was so it was so good by the yeah. way and like so yeah, I, 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 you should, that's what you should put on the Patreon. Like you go and like ape shit, like reading these like <laughs> big monologues that you write. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would up, I would, I would up my tier on your Patreon. If you did that. He's got yeah. the outfits. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, so like Jake, when you like, I mean, when like we did like that transition, the three panel transition with Darren in the in the morgue, like was that like did you feel intense when you were drawing it, or was you or were you just sort of like? I think it. I, when I read the script the first time, that's when it is like that's when it's like intense. And when I'm yeah. drawing it, I'm just trying to figure out like the mechanics of it. So it's mm. not like the content is almost like just arbitrary, and I'm just like trying to figure out how to tell the story. So yeah. it's like. It's a dip, like you, you know, you switch in your head, like what you're trying to do. So, like, if you, you know, when I never read back the book when it's finished, I, well, you know, I, I'm reading it as I'm lettering it, but I, when it comes, I never sit down and read it. Oh, really? Yeah, so I only read the script. I read it once through when I first get it, as just like, just read it. And then I, you know, I read it when I thumbnail and mm -hmm. letter and whatever. Um, but that first time reading it, that's when I like, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, oh my god, like it's like this is like reading anything else. Like it's like sitting down and reading a novel and you get into it. Whereas yeah. um, when I'm drawing it, I'm like, right now, how do I, how do I do this? Like, how do I make it look like this? And it's mm -hmm. like, it's sort of, it's not the same thing. I guess it's like if you're sat editing a film or something, it's you know, you can sort of you're watching the same thing over and over, so you sort of you're too you're too close to it and you stand back and you can see it i guess yeah because yeah there's a part at the end of the new issue like the very end and it's oh, yeah, like yeah. it's oh, like yeah, it's was... like fuck and well and i said it... that i think the pip message so yeah uh, so my color assistant my the is my friend and she flaps the colors for me okay um and I and she's assistant. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a fancy title. Uh, um, well, actually, uh, exclusive announcement. She's now, as of this week, she'll be an official colorist because she's coloring a cover for my dad. Oh, wow. cool. Um, so first time she's doing an actual, you know, uh, finished colored piece. Anyway, um, yeah, she messaged me and she was like, I've, I've just messaged Chris. Like about that page. <laughs> it's like what? what? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. Well, I mean, you know, I think like the last arc was intense, so mm -hmm. it's like you want to ratchet it up. You don't want to go backwards, yeah. and so we're building up to like a point where it's going to be like the most intense. Yeah, arc. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to see the last arc. Why would we do that? <laughs> uh, 
I think I've told you what happens. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty rough. But anyway. I, ideally, if you guys got to like tell the full story you wanted to tell, and 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 everything went wonderfully, like, how long do you guys would you want for this series? Well, I was saying thirty, but I think we're already at twenty, and there's like two arcs left, and we do six issues each, so I think it would be longer. Whatever okay. it would be, I don't know. And then we were also talking about uh, next, we were going to take a break from like the main title and do like a mini series. Hmm. Um, so, which is uh, we mentioned in issue seven in the back matter, the Enfield Gang Massacre, and it would be that. So it would be set in the eighteen hundreds and be sort of about Ambrose County way back. Oh when, wow, frontier days. That'd be um, sick. Oh man! Well, so it's called that? Fort Lahane, right? So there's a there's an army fort there, and the army gets involved, and it's basically a battle with this the criminal gang. Um, so, so like, it'd be pretty intense. So like real real west shit, like old school yeah. west shit. <laughs> well, if we get there, we get. There. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm just excited that we still got a ways to go and and uh again because I just I just love this comic it's so it's so good in, in so many ways and and I get I get excited you know when I get the the press emails from Image and and you guys are on like you know we get those on Friday and it's uh, it's like when when you guys are on the list for that week I'm like the weekend is made like awesome and I get to like I get to like read the awesomeness before everybody else um and, and I I have no I I really don't have a doubt I think uh I think this new arc is it's it, it started so strong and like if you're already at an 11 like in the premiere of the new arc like i'm just so stoked to see like where it goes and, and listening to you guys talk to each other and not reveal anything to me like, <laughs> like <laughs> but how excited you guys are about it like it's i it, that's coming off as like a really good sign like and, and and it's just it's just so cool and and like you guys are just cool man i don't i don't know you're like you're like living that you're living Thanks. that fucking like i i call it a rock star comic book life i, I know you guys both would like <laughs> love a wider audience but i mean like you guys said like the people that love you really love you and and you know yeah. more more people are are knowing your guys's name and and i know like you know people are p still picking up the trade you know yeah. i see people post buying volume one and so like they're still discovering it and like you know sometimes well, i'm jealous of them because i'm like man like i like to like just get that volume one and like to just get it all at once you know and and like because i i won't lie i came to you guys late i i ended up um everybody was talking about it and i was finally like okay it was like breaking bad you know like a million people tell you to watch breaking bad and you're like you know what i'm busy leave me alone and then like a month later you're like all right i guess i'll fucking watch breaking bad and then it's really fucking good you know? <laughs> but i i ended up snagging um the first few issues off your guys's website because i got them signed and uh and so like you know i bought them and then and then and then finally read them and then i was like it, it hit me i was like wow you were like way to way to not pick this up when you should have like but it was cool because i got to catch up right and then and then you and then you play the long wait between issues once you do but yeah anyways i just i just love this book a lot i was really stoked to get to talk about it. thank you i'm glad okay. you like it <laughs> i'm really glad you like it actually um yeah i mean it's it's pretty cool and just in terms of like the audience thing it's like it you know it's it's really cool and it's really obviously i mean it's amazing for jake to be nominated for an eisner but i also think there's a couple titles missing from that nomination. Yeah, that was, yeah. I don't, I don't really understand why they're, they're not there. Yeah. I don't know. I guess they just hate your work in that Texas blood. Yeah, only like that one book. I, that's, well, that's the thing. I've also colored. Yeah, you know, like there's been two reckless books this year, and it's still only there's only one of those on it as well. I just love that one book. 
Yeah, I don't um, know. So yeah, that's, that's, that was. What's I'm okay. So I'm I'm bad. I haven't looked at the Eisner list yet. What's the What's the book? Uh, so the book I knew is, you were nominated. Yeah, so I was nominated for the last Reckless book. Okay, um, but yeah, it doesn't have the. How many who it is that's below me? But they've got like six credits on there, and mine's only only Reckless and not <laughs> Blood or uh, Newburn. So oh. So who knows? But yeah, how oh well. Which is like, I I think that those are you know not that your reckless stuff isn't great, but it's like the stuff for Newburn and that Texas Blood is like super impressive because you're not just doing the colors, you're also drawing yeah. it. And yeah, and, uh, it's a shame because I feel like even just yeah having the title on the list would have bumped you know the yeah. audience a little bit. I mean, I feel like we're we're complaining a lot, but like I think considering we're both pretty new to this and it's you know oh yeah no I mean it's incredible it's it's a weird you know. Uh, horror tinged crime book. It seems I think we'd do it pretty well. Um, nice. You know, we're not we're not having to stop, which is you know an always good. Turn. Always, yeah. yeah. Like no one yeah. no one told you no. Yeah, like, yeah been canceled, I so. think we're probably just gonna they're gonna leave us alone yeah. to do it. I think. Yeah, I think that's really what it can. I don't think they're gonna unless if we sell like three copies one month yeah. or something. I think that the, otherwise we'll be good. <laughs> Well, that won't ever happen because I'll buy them and Wes will buy them. And it's if there's two variants, <laughs> that's at least four issues. So you won't ever sell just three. Yeah. No, yeah, it's going fine. It's going, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got to say, like, I, you know, the fact that we're doing as well as we're doing, and I think that our book is pretty, like, weird. I don't think that it's like your typical comic book. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. No, it's not, not at all. And and I love you both for that because that's, that's, we need more of that. We need more need more risks in in storytelling i think i think people get really comfortable and yeah. and then i think people follow the money a lot and then like you know if, you know I'm, I'm not dumb like if, if marvel paid me to write whatever i'd be like fuck yeah i'll do whatever you want me to do right but it's <laughs> when when you get those jobs they you tend to play it safe and even if you try to play it fast and loose you have a team of editors that are probably going to be like look you can't do that you know yeah. and yeah. you guys don't get you know you don't have to deal with that right now you get to just like I'm telling this story my way and you're going to like it or you're not going to like it. And, and I think that's what makes it really strong. And I'm curious, Jacob, cause you do, you, for some of these books, like you're, you're, you're drawing, you're coloring and you're lettering and you're very, I think you're very good at, at all three, which is just not fair to like normal people. I think, you know, like, uh, but would you have, are you ever worried about like, um, cause you you have a lot of control over the pages in that mm-hmm. regard. Like, in like, are you ever worried on like another, if you just got hired as a co- well, I guess you are working as just a colorist and a letter yeah. for like with Ed. And, uh, but I mean, like if you, if you were just like one instead, one part instead of two or three, like, or, or, mm. would, would that be nicer? Would you be like, fuck, thank God. Or would you know. be like, I think I'd would have you to miss see the, <laughs> I think I'd, I don't think I'd like to give up the control on it. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. I, I have no desire to go and color anyone else's books. Like, mm-hmm. no, I do. I don't need the work. I've got yeah. too much to do already. So it's just like, um, you know, I, I like doing my dad's books, but also that is what pays my bills most of the time. So it's yeah. like, especially when we, you know, we take six months off doing this book every year, you know, like whilst I catch up. So it's, you know, I, um, I have a lot of stuff out, but I don't. Yeah, I would. I'm not looking to go and become a full time colorist, really. I it's, so it's. Um, but if I was, you know, doing a you know a DC book or a Marvel book or something, and I would, I would ask to color it myself. I guess I would. Really? Like, you know, like if, like ideally, if I was going to be working with 
for, for those two, like, you know, I'd want to do like a black label book or something like that where it's a bit more, um, I have a bit more control over it and it's not, you know, I'm not just drawing like five issues of Batman in continuity and it has to be, the, yeah. you, know, um, you know, not that I'd necessarily say no to that, but it's just like, I like having the control and I don't want to just churn stuff out for the sake of it and it's mm. like you know like people work at the big two for years and years to get to the point where they can have a create their own book and we yeah. fall straight into it so it's like i yeah. don't it'd be cool to you know get to draw spider-man but also i don't know if i'd be that good at it so you know <laughs> um so yeah it'd be cool but it's just like it's not i would like to see the photo reference for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you know, I'm not. I I got uh, asked to do a black label book, um, and I had to say no just because I don't have the time. Oh like, wow! Um, which is a great position to be in, right? Like, um, dude, I wish I could. Yeah. This, so this this like... waitress at a bar I used to work at called that uh, slamming your dick on the table. Like our <laughs> our GM was like telling you know, like throw like yelling at us about a whole bunch of shit, and like everybody was in a bad mood after sh- after work, and and this girl cat was like, "That's just George putting his dick on the table. He'll be fine tomorrow." but like <laughs> i've never been in a position to like do that we're like yeah dc offered me a job i was just like you know what guys like i, I mean I, yeah it was I, I wasn't that happy about having to say no you know it's like it's a shame but hopefully it's just nice to be like oh nice to do. yeah it's like it's nice to be on the radar and, yeah. oh yeah like, and like have a contact there and you know that sort of thing so it's just like i would print that email out and like frame it and hang it <laughs> on the wall just the request like just yeah. to know well it's just like i would have said yes but it's like why well, i said and I was like, I can do it, but I can't do it until January. Mm. You know, it's just, and they're like, oh, you know, we need it out for whatever. And you no, know. so it's just like a scheduling thing, really. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to ever be like, no, I'm not going to work for them. I want to do my own books. But it's just <laughs> like, you know, it is what it is. And I've got, I'm enjoying doing this. So I'm not trying to rush off and chase other things, really. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, but, I mean, I just oh, imagine it's a lot of work. Like, just yeah. uh, like the, yeah. the, because you've, you've like, you know, you you put in all this effort, and now we expect it, right? So like, you can't, you can't like, you can't like slack off. You can't phone it in. Like you have to, yeah. you know, you can't, you know, you can't like add a couple other books and then be like, oh, I'm gonna not, I'll, I'll just crank this issue out real quick and maybe not spend as much yeah. time with it or something like that. You know, like I, I think. I think your fans like like this all too much where they they was like people would notice and complain. Yeah, and well, I'm like. <laughs> The thing with the the only reason I really letter it myself is like I don't think I'm particularly good at lettering, but it's uh, more just the storytelling aspect of it because I do that first when I thumbnail and I want it to work as the within the image. And if I I think if I wasn't doing that, then I'd end up having like you know they'd have to be squeezing things in around and oh. you know that kind of thing. So it's just it's just easier for me to do it. Also, when we started out doing this, I was like, I can't pay anyone to do these things. You know, <laughs> like, I don't have any money. That's I, a big I part of why we I do what we do. Yeah, like, um, I can't afford to pay a letterer or a colorist. So it's um it's you know it's a necessity as well. Have um, you ever have you ever tried writing and then just like take over the whole game and be like turn into like no, a new I, Jeff I, Lemire or something? No, I uh, I don't think I'd be very good at that. Okay. Also, I like whenever i have like oh yeah that would be a cool idea i could do that and then i'm like it just sits in my head and i'm like oh well you know i don't know how to progress from this it's just not my oh it's like so like like t- turning an idea into like yeah a, and like fleshing it like, out and turning okay. into a thing it's like you know it's just a skill that i don't possess so it's you know and also i like the writer that i work with you know i'd I'd, I'd <laughs> you know i'd much rather chris does it or chip does it or what, you know, <laughs> like 
Yeah, that, that, you've, you've got some good writers to yeah, rely yeah. Like, on. Well, like, I, well, I'm not going to try and mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it is a lot of work, though. It's it's. Um, I was considering, so Pip, who we mentioned before, I was considering getting her in to do some colouring for me on Texas Blood when, after we finished this last arc, the second arc, and if, because of the way we did it last time, and it was back and forth over over the decades, um, if we were doing that again, I probably would have got Pip to come in and colour the flashback stuff. Just okay. most like mostly just so I didn't have as much to do, but also like it'd just be a cool thing for her to do as well. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, um, yeah. so it's just um, like I, I I'm not against it, but I, I but I want someone that I could be like do it like this. I like, don't, and they know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Rather than have someone come in who has their own ideas, and like I, you know, I I have to be like, oh, you know, do what you, do what you do, and then if I don't mm-hmm. like it, then I can't change it and all this. But that's I mean that's the reason I started. That's what the reason I did uh, junkies is because although yeah, my dad was going to color it originally, but that was only because he couldn't. He felt like he couldn't tell Betty to do that because it's like such. Um, strong direction on it like because mm. i think he wanted to be he wants to just be like you go and do your thing but he didn't feel bad about telling me what to do like, <laughs> i don't mind that so yeah you do this and um because i don't mind yeah directing you, as strongly you mentioned with junkies like that you kind of got like tossed into the fire in, in a sense yeah. right or, or, or you're like yeah someone just kind of threw you into the deep end of the pool and they were like learning yeah. color and he said like your, your dad kind of like gave you like a, a palette to, to mess with too. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure, but so like, that's how you got good at coloring and then you got comfortable enough to start experimenting. And now you're fucking Eisner nominated for it, which is fucking <laughs> sick. How did, how did lettering happen? Like, did you, I mean, I'm assuming you kind of taught yourself how to do that yeah. as well. And yeah, I mean like I'm, I, technically I'm probably terrible. Like other, <laughs> you know, people that actually do lettering for a living, I've always looking at it like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> But I also see loads of terrible lettering in like yeah. books. So it's like, um, at least I'm not, I don't think I'm the bottom of the pile. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's just like figuring out. And like, you know, all the Texas blood stuff is all like just hand drawn balloons and stuff. It's nothing like fancy. And mm-hmm. it's just, I, I'm not particularly good at like sound effects stuff and all that kind of thing. It's just like, it's I very Hmm? I hate writing the sound effects. Yeah. I'm I, I'm really wanting to venture into comic creation, and the sound effects is like the most terrifying aspect of everything. Mm. I think I and just I, think everything I, sounds I, stupid when I write it. I'm like, but I think <laughs> that's what it sounds like. So yeah, you know, <laughs> I just I not to go off on this, but like the the other book I'm working on uh, that's being announced that that one I just got I got some notes from the editor. They were like, can you add some special some sound effects in? And you're like, scene. no, no, God, the, no. The one scene I refused, <laughs> I said, it, <laughs> no, I was like, it, it doesn't need it. Uh, and then the other scene, I was like, all right, fine. But I'm just like, what do I crack? Wham, you know, it's like, well, I, I tried. It's, yeah, it's a weird one, because I, I think it, often it does, it's, you know, it's a necessary evil a lot of the times. But like, <laughs> some people do it so well. Like, I just read that Lobster Johnson omnibus. Yeah. And like, all that stuff is, is just great, because it works so well in the... No, the whole context of the mm-hmm. of the book, and it's just like a it's like a part of it. And people, when it like matches the line of the artwork and stuff like that, like it looks great. But I I'm just I just I'm just I think I'm too lazy to really try. <laughs> and like it's like cause it's like the last thing I do. Like you know when I I letter it all first before I draw anything, I letter it, 
and then I can draw around those balloons and stuff like that. But I never put the sound effects on until right at the end. So it's like the last thing I do. So I'm just like, ah, oh, I don't have time to. Just really funny because a lot of people this. save the best for last, and this is like your least favorite thing to oh, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's always like there's like the, the the last day when I'm like coloring like I've got ten pages left to color. I'm like right, I've got to color ten pages. Then I've got to do all the design work for the back matter stuff. I've got to do all the lettering. I've got to like make sure it's all good and tweak all the little you know the last bits because you know change the number on the back cover and all this so it's just like sound effects is just like one of those things i'm just like (laughs) i'll just do it in the same font i always do it in (laughs) why do you guys think of like all the advancements comic book makes that is made in comic books right like you know like i love old x-men stuff and i love reading older comics but they you have to be in a mood to read them a lot of times and then the the dialogue drags a little bit and you know some are more dated than others but you know it's just like they don't flow as great they don't have that you know cinematic appeal like i guess that like new comics have like why is it you think that this like one like archaic cheesy you know entity like has to be in every comic because it's it's like an unwritten rule right like sound effects have to be there like you're forced to do this mm. uh, yeah, it's, it's when it's like when it's good it is good That's yeah yeah um so i don't think it's necessarily like a bad thing but you know it's I think just... it helps like in terms of like, like depending on like the scene it like can help with like ratcheting up the tension or something yeah. yeah like i was just thinking about like issue 14 with like the door like swinging open and closed and with the wind yeah and all that like the whoosh wham thing like i almost wish that we could have done it without that but it wouldn't have had the same impact of, yeah you know, also just, yeah. Need... off off panel you know? yeah you need because you like you need on, on that sequence. You need it for her to react to it. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just like, what? What's she? What's she doing? You know, yeah. Why is she suddenly yeah. wide-eyed and scared? When well, we haven't, you know, you, there's there's no visual cue. Okay. So you need a like a, I guess, an audible, audible one. Or you'd yeah. have to show the door every panel. But then even if you yeah. show the door, you you got to struggle with the static imagery. So like, yeah. do people yeah. know it's being slammed or not? Okay. Yeah. I, There's a lot of you know limitations to what you can do with a with a still image. I think with no sound. So it's what aggravates me sometimes is when they look really cool, like with a big explosion, but you can't. Ooh. And like the word is the or the sound effect is the explosion, yeah. right? But there's been and maybe I'm dumb. Like maybe I'm just throwing myself. <laughs> the bus here but there's been sometimes where like i it takes me out of the element of reading because i know it's supposed to be like a big boom some kind of crazy explosion sound you know but like i some of them are like hard to see what the letters are and so you're like trying to figure out what it says and then like so in a sense like all this extra effort is put into a sound effect that like actually removes people from the story Mm. sometimes so it's just because it's you know it used to all be like kaboom right and then we got like the crack and then we got like the thuthoom and then you know like i love i love like the shunks and the slicks and stuff like that when people get like stabbed and cut up Mm. and shit like you know i i dig it but i just just um I, I never I never like thought of like an editor asking a writer to be like, hey, put more sound effects in. So that, that's kind of what prompted this because I was just like, that is weird that like it's like they need a certain amount, right? Like mm. you, it, like a, a, one issue has to have this many maybe sound effects or or like you said, maybe it just you just need it because it's off panel or something. Yeah, so. I think it's it works when it's like it's the same as with any design choice in the book. I think it, it has to work 
as a design choice rather than just like quickly throw this on yeah you know? um so i think that's when it works best when it's sort of integrated into the design of the whole panel or the page or whatever mm-hmm. i think has anybody like- ever walked in on you guys like making weird ass noises and trying to figure out what a sound effect is and just think either of you are just absolutely insane well luckily chris uh, deals with that so it's not bad. <laughs> well like in the the issue 18 script i i was like there's a cup there's like one like sh- shock kind of like sound and i'm like how does that how does that sound like you know and how do you spell that? how do you write it i don't know um and then there was another which was like starting a car that's like the engine isn't catching and it's like what does that sound like and i literally just went with like because i'm like i don't know what it is you know i i swear like one of the eversol issues i had written in like a sound effect and literally just wrote i don't know what this sounds like if you can come up with something better please uh but it was yeah i don't know it's just it's it's hard to like figure it out because you're like i think that sound like if somebody sounds it out it probably will sound right but i know exactly what you're talking about by the way i with uh some of the the sound effects that just take you out of like the the comic yeah like they look cool for a second till you try and like figure out and you're like is that a k or a or sound it out and be like what is that what is that saying you know i don't know i almost i kind of wish that there was something like batman 66 or something that were just said explosion or something. <laughs> um, yeah. well, guys this has been super awesome like talking to you both has been a joy i, I can't again i can't like explain like how big a fan i, I am of, of both of you and the, the work you're putting out and like chris i know you couldn't give the details but like i'm really stoked next month to see uh this this new uh this new deal drop and and i'm excited for that because uh, I like, like I said, I love the way you write, and and I I would love to see other stories you have to tell. And mm-hmm. and Jacob, it's it's been awesome seeing you branch out into these other books, and you're just killing it. And, and congratulations on the nomination. I'm Thank sorry you. those bastards didn't put all the titles on there. You know, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm actually I, I'm actually excited. This is, uh, I get to vote this year. Like I applied to vote, and they they said okay. So you know, we can talk later. You can pay by me. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> Just kidding. You joke. Um, no well, one's buying. One book we should get is an Indiana Jones book. Yeah. Oh man, I would. Yeah, that, that would be is. sick. You could do that with IDW, right? Like, don't they? Do they still have? Uh, I, I, the IDW or Boom? I think. I think it was at Marvel. Oh really? Wow. Unless if they lost the rights. Shit gets moved around so many. Like I like Conan got moved, and now Conan's about to go yeah. back to Dark Horse or somebody like. I had, a... I had messaged CB about who's if they have a plan and <laughs> so far nothing, but we'll see. I was gonna ask because when Jacob mentioned like DC reaching out, like um, you know, if you guys ever got to like Chris, if you ever got to write like an ideal project, like would that would that be Indiana Jones or would you like go to a superhero book or I love Indiana Jones. I would love to write Indiana Jones. Um I would like to write um I have a love of Batman, but I mean at the stories I, I I'm almost too scared to ever say that I would ever want to write Batman, but like there's a scarecrow story that I have that I really want to do that's like a noir story. Um so if I ever am lucky enough to talk to anybody at Black Label, I'd love to tell them about it. Um but yeah, I don't know. I and there's there's just like there's a silly story I want to do with Buana Beast. So that's like that's what I want to you know, I I don't know. Just like weird characters, weird stories, that's, that's what I want to but like there's nothing that i like have an eye for it's just like hopes and dreams i guess yeah thoughts and prayers <laughs> oh man <laughs> i mean you're thing, you're right? right but holy shit man 
we have to we have to go like have a drink after this. No. <laughs> well, they I mean, it's, it's, interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned like a, a Batman story because I mean that's how that's how Ed and Sean got together was through uh through Gotham Noir. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys are already you guys are already working together, but like yeah, I mean, I I if I would I would recommend like maybe maybe using using their name in that pitch if you guys like ever were like <laughs> let's we're pitching this uh you know you guys you 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 did you did Gotham Noir now we're doing uh this scarecrow story and it's everything you ever wanted like i think that would be the one time where like no one would get mad at you for you know what i would have you know (laughs) because i think it's super cool that you that you uh when you guys pitch this like um you know you just you you just use your own name your own talent what you guys had available you know you weren't you know so i think i think that's awesome And, and i'm so glad image like has that good eye to like you know pick you guys out of a of a submission stack and be like yeah there's something special here because they were right thanks well thank you what about uh and then off that note real quick jacob i know you know you probably can't talk about this dc project but like i like ideally like if, if you ever got to do like a, a dream a dream art you mentioned spider-man would that be one or would like i really want to do a lois lane book i think that would be really cool like Ooh. a you know like a 40s or 50s set lois lane sort of like with no superman in it though or like you know hardly any superman just like her going off and solving, you know, cracking a case or whatever. I know? would read that would be sick. Yeah, oh my god, that's, that would be sick. that's what I want to do, but um you know no wonder you guys got texas blood pitch so well you got my fucking heart beating over here with like (laughs) scarecrow noir and you know 40s 50s lois lane oh man like (laughs) (laughs) anyway any head of dc who listens to blake buzz like you know give these give these guys a shout out i mean i told i that's i told them at dc that i wanted to do that book but you know if they'll make it happen i don't know (laughs) i don't think they replied to that bit of my email (laughs) give me a lewis lane book well guys the the polite podcast host that i am i've kept you guys uh, a long time on a saturday i know and i and again i appreciate this and this was like just you know cool for my listeners but this was awesome for me like i really really dug getting to talk to you guys i respect you both so much um let's go around the circle real quick i just want to make sure everybody knows uh if they're one of those weirdos that hasn't found texas blood yet and maybe we'll get them to buy volume one and and uh like chris where's the best place to find you at keep track of new stuff where do we find you online um i'm on twitter and instagram at christoph condon it's like christopher without the er christoph condon um and then also our patreon patreon.com slash condon phillips and it's a good patreon I, I subscribe and um and if they're and they have another tier where like they'll send you stuff too which is really cool like awesome postcard prints that you guys were kind of talking about earlier and i chris i didn't know you like actually wrote people letters like that's yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's so, six, so special. We have a ten dollar tiers. I had a cool idea for the for another thing for the ten dollar tiers. Well, I knew uh, just a one off thing. So um, that hopefully we'll do that soon as well. That's that was just a, 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 again just like a fun idea. Like uh, yeah, <laughs> this oh, is the thing that this? you messaged me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like oh, can we? Really cool what, yeah. Can I do it? Can I do something? Uh, like yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to ruin it, so I won't say anymore. <laughs> and, and and Jacob, uh, where's where's a where's a good place to to find you at on the socials and, and keep track uh, of new projects you got going on? I'm on Twitter at Jacob R underscore Phillips and Instagram at Jacob Phillips Illustration, and then the, yeah, the Patreon. Well, guys, I again I can't thank you enough, everybody. 
June 8th. The time has arrived. We are we are just uh, just un- or a little over a month away uh, from issue fourteen. New arc, uh, uh, new new fears, new spooks, new everything. Um, I'm just so I, I'm I'm so excited. Uh, I got I got to read it, everybody, and it's real fucking good. So like, get it, put it on your you know, it's just should already be on your pull list. If it's not volume one, volume two are out. You just snag those. You find issue thirteen, you get issue fourteen. You're back on the train. You know the train in the heart of Texas where we need to be ladies and gentlemen because this is a comic that we need to keep track of and these are creators that we need to keep on our radars because they're making good stuff and i have a feeling uh they're they're both they're both uh, uh young and talented and they're they're gonna make a lot of cool stuff in the future so i'm i'm stoked to keep track of you this is awesome guys anything i can ever do for you press release something you know I, I, i'm always always ready love to have you back on the show anytime you guys are awesome and uh best of luck to the the new arc i hope people love it as much as i did and just know that if they didn't they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you I, very much thank I, you I, I appreciate it <laughs>